Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to the Morning Routine with Freedom. I'm Freedom. It's Thursday morning, August the 30th, 2018, episode number 419, and yes, the second to the last of the Morning Routine episodes coming at you right now live on Facebook. Good to see you this morning. It's a little hot inside the house last night, or right now, for some reason, our air conditioner decided to stop working, and I have no idea why. So now we have to wait for somebody to come and fix it, but... It's a little sticky and a little warm this morning here. Thank goodness the temperature dropped a little bit last night. Uh, but boy, you know, nothing like sleeping in uh, warm air when you got used to AC. I remember all the years when we were younger, never had air conditioning. You know, we'd be sweltering. And I'd be like, ah, we can do it. It's no big deal, you know, because that's what you say when you don't have the money to get air conditioning. Ah, it's no big deal. Well... You get air conditioning and it changes everything, right? Now you're dependent on it. So here we are. But hey, happy Thursday morning. I hope your Wednesday went exceptionally well. The hump day, up and down, right? Here we go. We're sliding towards the weekend now. And it's a three-day weekend for most, which is going to be very, very nice. So uh, that's always exciting. But So I hope your day went well. But uh, I've got some stories lined up for you this morning. And before we get there, just want to remind you, the morning routine.live is where you can find all the articles in their entirety that I'm about to share if you'd like to learn more about them. So let's just jump right into it. Why not? The first story that I have for you today is out of the New Yorker. Yes, science has resolved the question of boxers versus briefs. Yes, boxer, boxers versus briefs, the age-old question of people asking it, right? And uh, presidents have even been asked this question. True story, right? In 1925, boxer shorts were unleashed on the world. 1925, almost 100 years ago. Loose-fitting underwear for men featuring an elastic waistband inspired by the shorts worn by boxers. Just 10 years later, that's 1935, briefs or tidy whities entered the ring offering a different vision of masculinity. Well, guess what? The research is in. We've all heard this. But in case you didn't actually know this, a few decades ago, medical researchers began to notice that some men with fertility problems worked jobs that regularly exposed them to high temperatures. So a study from 1992 found that otherwise healthy ceramic oven operators were twice as likely to have difficult fathering children than their colleagues who were working in shipping away from the heat source. Ta-da! Now they know that heat has something to do with it. By the 1990s, researchers began to fret about underwear. For the latest study, which appeared in Human Reproduction, researchers drew on data collected from more than 650 men who sought treatment for, for infertility at the Massachusetts General Hospital. And you guessed it, direct correlation to briefs. Boxers win. Ding, 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 ding. See? But we've all known that. But yet, I don't know. Briefs still are around. So, I, I don't know. It's definitely a, with a group of men, if you bring it up, it's definitely a contested conversation. It really is. They're, everybody feels strongly about what they have chosen and they're sticking with it no matter what. So, there you go. Nothing like loyalty. That's for sure. So... Uh, next story I have for you actually is a pretty cool story about this uh, this guy. This is out of Shanghai. Elderly man. You know what? Let's just jump right into this. Recently, an 80-year-old man from a village in Yangsu province risked his own life by going into a river to rescue a drowning 8-year-old boy. 
Carrie, can you make this brief? Nice. That's well done. Well done. Uh, anyway, went to a river to rescue a drowning eight-year-old boy. It turns out that he's done this kind of thing before. The boy had been playing with his grandmother when he accidentally slipped and fell into the water. With Xu's help, Xu, I think that, I, I don't know if, X-U, is that how you say a guy's name, Xu, or is it Chow? I'm not sure. But Xu's help, he was rescued and taken to the hospital. Later it was revealed that the boy not only owes his life to this older man, Xu, but actually his entire existence. What? When I was younger, the boy's father was drowning in the river, and this gentleman, Zoo, saved the boy's father 30 years before when he was drowning in the same spot. The rescue took place 30 years ago. In the meantime, Zoo and his wife have res rescued four other people from drowning the river near his home. How about that? This guy saves a drowning boy. Come to find out he had saved his father from drowning 30 years ago in the same exact place. That's just amazing. I tell you what, that guy deserves a gold medal if they gave it to uh, civilian type people, right? So, but interesting twist of stuff. So, one last little story I've got for you this morning, guys. This is out of, uh, man, we're blazing through stuff fast this morning. Wow, I can see it. Maybe it's the heat or something. I'm like, ah, got to get outside where it's cool. But anyways, you, the last one has to do with health, okay? You can and should... Now, I never knew this before. Train yourself to sleep on your back. Now, I didn't know this. I didn't know that you should be sleeping on your back for health. I, nobody ever told me this before. American adults are in pain. A, 20, a 2015 study from the National Institute of Health showed that 25 million U.S. adults cope with chronic pain every day. While everyone's suffering is different for many, how you sleep plays a crucial role. Didn't know. All right. Most Americans sleep on their sides. While many of uh, them presumably do without pain, this is not the best way to sleep. It can cause shoulder and hip pain for one. Hmm. Didn't know. On top of that, several studies have shown that sleeping on your right side can aggravate heartburn. Sleeping on the left side, however, seems to keep the trap door between the throat and stomach shut so the lefty sleepers are less likely to feel burn. Uh-huh. Okay. There's. I mean, this is... I. Never knew this, that sleeping on your side is not good. Side sleeping is hardly the worst, of course. Uh, stomach sleeping is the worst of all of them for your back and your neck and all that stuff. It's, it has it all right here, how terrible it is for you. Only 8% of people sleep on their backs. Meanwhile, it's the most healthiest position to sleep. Back sleeping is the best option for pain management as it allows your body to rest in a neutral position which is great for reducing aches. It also cuts down on heartburn as it keeps your head elevated above your chest. For a back sleeper, they recommend resting your head on a pillow that's thick or thin, enough to keep your skull exactly level with your body. Now, you want to switch. Even after taking his advice of switching to his back, people are having a hard time doing this. What they're saying is this. When you're ready for bed, put pillows on both sides of your body and one under your knees. This should hold you in place and keep you from flipping side to side. It makes it harder to roll from side to side. Another method was to sew a tennis ball into the lining of your shirt on whatever side you need to avoid 
when you flop onto your side or stomach, the discomfort will make you flip back. Interesting. Sounds like another great product idea. Ding, ding, ding. Selling a back sleeping training garment or something. Maybe it's a shirt that comes with something sewn right in the sides that makes it uncomfortable. Maybe not as big as a tennis ball, but something that's irritating enough that makes you want to go back to your back. Somebody should make that. So there you go. That's the story for today. So on we go, guys. Let's move forward to some Google trends today. The top 10 most searched things yesterday on Google. Number one, Michael Jackson. Haven't heard that name in forever. Was listening to Michael in the car yesterday. Came on the radio. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, the football player. Number three, Michael Kendricks, football player from the Browns. Number four, Teddy Bridgewater. Also a football player. Can you see a theme here? Football season might be coming. Number five, Serena Williams' cat suit. Big deal about her wearing that suit that she wore at the tennis match, and they said you're not allowed to wear that, and all that stuff. Number six, Michael Ketterer is in that number six from America's Got Talent. Number seven, Michael Jackson birthday. And uh, number eight, <clears throat> Brett Hundley, another football player. Number nine, Clint Dempsey, soccer player. Uh, wait, is he a soccer player? I think he's a soccer player. Number 10, Martha McSally. She's a politician trending in at number 10. So that's what's going on. Football season is quickly approaching. So that is going to be definitely dominating the Google trends each and every day. So, but, uh, anyways, let's move forward guys to a passage of wisdom. Slow things down just a hair. Today's passage we have shared. Uh, before, over the course of 419 previous, 418 previous episodes, we have shared this at least once, maybe even twice, but I found it, uh, I don't know, with only two days left, today and tomorrow, I just wanted to once again bring this up, because I, you know, I don't know where everybody's at, I don't know what's going on in each and every one of your lives right now. I don't know if you're in a time where you're wandering and wondering what's going on and where am I going and what is God's plan for me and I thought we were going this way and that's not working out and should I go that way or should I... I don't know. Or maybe things are going awesome and they're going fantastic and that's great too, right? And But sometimes when things are going great, fantastic and we're like, oh boy, we know something's coming. You know what I mean? I, just, I don't know where everybody's at. So I just wanted to remind you, straight from the, straight from Scripture, that's all truth and wisdom. There's no storytelling. There's no fake news. There's no somebody thought it was a great idea to say, but really there's nothing behind it. I just wanted to remind you of this passage again. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's just the most amazing passage. And I know when we're in times of turmoil and wandering and wondering what should I be doing and things like that. I mean, I'm in this a little bit right now. And what's the next thing after the morning routine? And I'm not sure where it is. And I feel a little unsettled. And I don't know what's going on. You know, but I'm trusting that there's something 
uh, uh, greater or something that he has planned for me, even if it's not greater, right? <clears throat> and he says straight out to each and every one of us, I know, I, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, and plans to give you hope and a future. Lean on that today, no matter what's going on in your life. And remember that passage at every speed bump and thing along the way. It's amazing. Let's pray, guys. And let's start this day. Father, good morning. Father, we thank you for this wonderful Thursday morning. Father, I want to thank you right now for the blessing of air conditioning that I'm lacking at this moment. How we take for granted such simple things sometimes. Meanwhile, there's so many people who live in distress from heat without air conditioning. And we just forget to be thankful for the blessings that you give us along the way for such small things and insignificant things as air conditioning. Father, I thank you today for the passage that we get to share together. It's amazing to hear straight from your mouth the words that you have plans for us for hope and a future and to prosper. You've got our back. It's amazing. Father, help us today as we try to discover what those plans are. We know that you have plans for us, but Father, sometimes it's hard for, for us to figure out what those plans are. We think we're going in a direction that you want us to go and then it seems like maybe we need to alter that direction. We know that nothing has to last forever, and, but sometimes we like the things last forever. And it's, Father, just make it clear to us today as we lean on you. Give us direction. Help us to stop wandering for a while. Give us a season of rest and a clear vision for what it is that you want for our lives and how best we can serve you and serve the people around us. We thank you for the strength and the grace and the love that you give us each and every day when we wake up, it's there for us. We love you. We trust you. Amen. And that, my friends, is a wrap. Thanks for being here this morning, guys. I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope that your Thursday goes fantastically well. I can't wait to be here tomorrow morning with you on the last morning routine broadcast. And until tomorrow when we meet again, don't you forget that today, this day, God has plans for you to prosper and has a hope and a future. Be who you were meant to be. I love you guys. See you tomorrow.